0: I wish that I hey
1: everybody rc alienation version 2.0 here we are ohb it's early crack ass early in the morning for us right it's like seven o'clock here or what is it it's like now? it's 10 till
0: 9 Dan. is it that late yeah so it's yeah. So what is it? It's like so uh, 7
1: o'clock back home for me. 10 till 6 for us. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the weather today has taken a turn for the best. Absolutely. It's fantastic out this morning. I, I just only me. see
2: a few clouds in the sky, and I'm feeling the uh, heat of the sun already. Sorry, clear, dear. I'm not coming home.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> I would sunny. love for you guys to
3: move over here. So let's. Yeah, come <laughs> find <with> me. Yeah. <laughs> come find like,
2: yeah, you know, I'll send you the address. I'll, I'll
3: be at the field. I'll yeah.
1: look for an apartment. Get your ass. I'll down have here. everything set up when you get yep. here. Yeah. <laughs> so, alrighty, guys, what do you think so far? We, we uh, Jesse, we just picked you up last night. We did the uh, uh, little excursion into Orlando traffic, which was an absolute blast. Awesome. I had a great time doing that. Dan
0: only threatened to pull off to the side of the road. And uh, and shoot himself in the head three <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> three threes. And each time we were able to talk him down. And I'll, <laughs> so I'll tell you, I wish he had brought his skull with him because I think that may have calmed him yeah. down a bit. Yeah. But he was flipping out, no, he it was, was freaking it out. It
1: was definitely causing issues. I didn't have any tobacco. And um, I just was, I kept wondering to myself, so, yes, morning, what in the hell, I'm why, bad, why would somebody live in this shit? This traffic Mm -hmm. Justin's like This ain't nothing This is my daily commute So as you can hear They're getting ready To start the festivities Here at OHB We thought we'd get together And kind of Put a little show together For you guys Before we uh, started The day out Uh, What are your guys' Thoughts so far What do you think is I'm everything. Is, is it lived up to uh, what you thought it was going to be? Yeah,
2: yeah. dude. Yeah, this so is far. awesome. I, I can't believe, So after, because I did get here late last night after it was dark out when I got to the field, but I did get a chance to walk the flight line and kind of see all the vendor tents. I'm really amazed at how much they pack into this field. I mean, they are very efficient with the space. They are maximizing every bit of this field to get as many vendors and as many pilots as they can into the facilities that they have. So it's a
0: it's a pretty impressive setup. You know, the other thing I noticed, guys, is that the Torches Club, they've got a lot of guys out here doing volunteer work. Yeah. You know, you, you go yeah. to various other fun flies, local fun flies, and sometimes you see one or two people working it, maybe a field marshal, something like that. Everywhere you walk around here, you run into guys that are members of the torches field that are doing safety stuff or helping set up they're very friendly, very helpful uh, I think it's really great to see that the whole club comes together to to make this thing happen
1: so let's talk about something that's kind of unique to torches because you know we'd mentioned it yesterday on one of the shorts but uh Let's talk about this this gate, this this fencing that they have up here. What do you guys think about that? It, it uh, one thing I the first thing you notice is it's very unobstructive.
2: Yep,
3: you the safety can't, net. Yeah,
1: you almost can't even see it unless you're looking. Yeah, unless for you
2: it. focus on it. Otherwise, you just look straight through it. I dig it. You
3: know, I, I think where it really serves best is for the unsuspecting folk. You know, walking uh, walking down, kind of like behind the flight line going maybe from their tent down to uh to another vendor tent or something like that but when you're just kind of walking along and you're not watching the flying and you got your shoulder to them it's going to help protect you uh from any issue there i dig it i think it's a great idea yeah
1: you know in talking with carrie about it they you know it's uh it's a trend that i i would like to see but you know admittedly it's not necessarily a um an absolute barrier but it it would allow because it's like what is it? It's like a nylon rope, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like a thick nylon
0: twill, and it's not. You're right, Dan. It's uh, it's got to be thin enough to not be visually obstructive. Right. But I I think it does offer some safety. I mean, let's be honest. It's not going to stop everything, but as we were talking uh, yesterday, you, you know, I think in the very least, if it. Got the heli caught up in the net and kind of balled it up and stopped it right T- there. Took a bunch of energy. Took out of a bunch yeah. of that energy out. Then I think it would be serving its purpose. Yeah, I
1: think a heli's going to get pretty damn tangled up in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it's a fantastic idea. It does. It does make. I don't know. It makes it does. I don't know if it's. Uh, you know, a placebo, like you were saying, Just- Justin, but yep. it does make you feel more safe back it here. It does. Well, yeah. and
2: if, you know, if none the, nothing else, there is a clear separation between where the spectators should be and where the pilots are flying. Um, that's a good so idea. That, People that's can't nice creep as well. too far.
0: They can't keep moving closer and
2: that's closer and closer. There's, a, there's, you know, They're stopped right there. So well, excited. and
0: especially at an event like this where, you know, we may have 300-plus pilots, but there may, I, I've heard that on Saturday, it can get up to 800 or 1,000 total people. So, you know, you got twice as many spectators as pilots, and yep. not all of those people are going to be knowledgeable about the dangers of the hobby. So this just clearly marks out to them, you don't want to go beyond that point.
1: All righty, so let's talk about what, I, I know we hadn't had a lot of time to do a lot of socializing, but have you guys had any conversations that you want to talk about? Any, any, Dan, uh... did
3: you notice that we just got creeped on? Did we by who? By <laughs> we... Courtney? <laughs> no, wasn't it? We got, to, we just got creeped on by Lucian. Oh, we sorry, got, was... yeah, we got to give him another sh- uh, shout out <laughs> uh, Scorpion, who obviously has a huge presence at uh, almost every single event out there. Uh, they're here. George is here. And that was Lucian Miller. So he's the owner of innovative designs. He's the United States distributor for Scorpion. He was coming by, smiling, giving us the creep. Kind of looking at what we got uh, going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, I got to talk to uh, Andrew, Andrew Hinton-Lever from OptiPower. Oh, yeah. Really nice guy, he's over here. Um, it's cool, we were just talking about the differences in the events and how, you know, like our events are just so much different than the European events. And uh, it's just, it's nice to be able to get a perspective from people who travel worldwide a lot more than you know just us here from the states
1: i got to talk to uh john cook you know the uh, bk servo canopy thing Uh,
0: john and justin
1: i gotta tell you guys uh i i know you know this particular short is just for the listeners at home we're not broadcasting over the pa we're just kind of sitting here looking like idiots talking into a microphone (laughs) like we always do like always (laughs) so this, this really, you know, you guys obviously aren't going to be able to be a part of it, but uh, just so to kind of catch you guys up, uh, John made this canopy, uh, put a ton of time into it. It's a beautiful BK Servo in blue and silver, and it's uh, a charity, their auction, or uh, silent auction, right, Nick? Yep. Uh, to the Ronald McDonald house, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yep. That's it. And Bert threw in, Bert and Susie threw in some servos as a package deal to go along with it.
1: Yeah, and I got to tell you, I got to see and feel and touch the actual canopy yesterday. What an amazing job he did on that. I mean, he spent a ton of time on that. So, you know, I'm sure you guys will probably try to get some pictures of it. I'm sure we'll try to get John on the mic at some point today. But definitely, you know creep around on facebook i'm sure on the forums you'll see some photos of it take a look at that it's pretty impressive it's pretty impressive
0: you know what dan i gotta point something out man as as the listeners can probably hear in the background we got a nitro going
1: yes we do and
0: what's really nice about this thick humid air down here in florida (laughs) is that in the morning the nitro seems to hang around. Just, it's the golden hour in the AM, almost yeah, as, yeah, as well as it does during our golden hour in the Pacific Northwest.
3: You know what though? I am gonna I'm gonna give us in the old Northwest a little bit of props though. We've got we've got more bite in our air over there. That that cooler, denser air. Yeah. The nitro seem a little teeny bit down on power, but boy. The guys are making the best out of it yeah. <laughs> doesn't look like it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd have a hard
2: time telling
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll take that though for the fact that i can feel all my hands and fingers so i, I think that's a good trade yeah. <laughs>
1: compromise yeah so justin have you had a chance to talk with anybody that you've uh, been looking forward to yet so far
0: uh you know i've just had an opportunity to shake hands with a lot of people that i haven't met yet uh just a little while ago i got to meet uh, gina tucker yes um, uh, a great person uh, always been talking to her on Facebook on email, stuff like that just never been able to, to shake hands and so that was really nice uh, of course uh, got to meet a lot of the torches members Brian and Jeff who have done a lot to help put the event together they're also longtime listeners uh, so it was fun to kind of hang out with them and uh, hear what they had to say uh, and then of course some of the pros uh, John and Justin Cook uh, you know, we're 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 uh, talking to Bert and um, and Carrie. Uh, I haven't made the whole uh, trip up and down the line, but uh, I've talked to some of the guys over at Sab Heli Division. Kyle, uh, Bavarian Demon, Kyle. That's right. Kyle's hanging out. Kyle, last Stacy. Night. He, you know, Kyle continues to amaze me. That dude has to be one of the most down to earth pro pilots that i've ever met oh yeah i mean you know half the field was cleared out last night by seven o'clock and kyle's just hanging out with us right there under the tent just shooting the bull yeah i I got a
1: little story with kyle uh of course you know, i got here on wednesday thursday i was hanging out he and i were just kind of kind of just sitting there and um i think one of the experienced guys I, i don't remember his name came up and then was asking Kyle some questions about um, gains in his, in his fly flybarless controller. Kyle was like, well, if it's doing that, I can't remember what specifically was happening. And he was kind of like thinking about it. And he goes, God, where is Nick Land when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, some people fly, some people tune. We all know our place. <laughs> So, you know, one thing, uh, Jesse, you really haven't had a chance to really talk with anybody yet. not yet. Today's Jesse's day. Uh, You know, for me, it's, um, I want to take a a few minutes and talk about, you know, we've talked about the Cashwells. Obviously, they're good supporters, great supporters, sponsors of the show. But I've got a chance this week to, you know, I'm staying with them. So I got a chance to really kind of get to know them. And, uh, you know, those, those two are very genuine folks. They look you in the eye. They're loud and boisterous, and they laugh as, as heartily as, as any two people can. And they have a good time. And I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to those guys. First of all, thanks for letting us hang out. Dieter's staying there. A bunch of other people are staying there. We're coming and going as we please. We've got the combination to their house. So if you guys want a good, nice TV before we go. Oh, 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 yeah. Fantastic sound system. Baggage check. Yeah. <laughs> Who's creeping over there by you, Nick? Chris
3: Riber. Oh, oh, dude. Chris Yeah, it's Chris. He's, yeah, that's Chris. he's, he's nice. creeping. Look at he's that. He's creeping. Hey, he's you know what? He's got he brought the Oxy. Too. He did bring the Oxy. He's got, got his. The Oxy with
1: Moxie. Yep. It's actually pretty sweet. Doesn't it look like he just walked out of jail wearing that shit? I <laughs> got <laughs> that, that fox tattoo he's got on his <laughs> Dad, here it is. Here, yeah. Oh, I can't wait till he hears this and he finds out he was standing right next to us and we're talking shit about it. He's looking at the speaker like, why can't I hear these guys? Uh-huh. <laughs> so before we, we head out, you know, one thing that we want to try to do is paint a picture for our listeners that are home. You know, we've all seen the the OHB field, but we've all seen it, those of us who aren't from here, we've seen it from a very narrow kind of uh you know 16:9 ratio or whatever is on the latest video cameras. I want to kind of get your guys' thoughts on does the field feel as big as you thought it was going to be? Does it? No. It feels kind of small, doesn't it? it, it Smaller it feels small, small, than I thought. But
0: I think it's a bit of I think it's a it you know it's a bit of a visual trick though, Dan. The actual flying field itself it looks smaller than it looks on videos and pictures but actually when you look at like left and right there's a pretty good distance i'm talking probably quarter of a mile maybe even more and then the first thing i said to carrie when we walked up was damn those power lines look close they're not they've got to be another eight or nine hundred feet out as well but behind the flight line in the vendor area It's got a much more cozy feel than I expected. I really thought it was going to be spread out, very commercialized, people keeping to themselves under their own tents. That's not what we've seen so far. No, uh uh-uh.
1: You know, just sitting here, we're kind of right off to the pavilion that we've all seen on the videos, and I'm looking uh, off to my right, and I'm seeing that pile of bricks. And uh, if you guys will remember, I think it was two years ago, that's the pile of bricks that uh, Bert hit doing that uh high-speed hurricane you guys remember that video yep and you know to put that in perspective those bricks that those bricks are not that tall the Kyle told me it's they're about five and a half feet tall at the tallest and uh you know they it you know when I first got here I thought to myself wow I would definitely hit those power poles and little did I know that Joe Cashwell or Kyle Cashwell actually did hit those power poles (laughs) and he thought I was making fun of him but what do you guys think do you think I know the way I I like to fly far out I don't know uh, what do you I mean that's a long ways out there what do you think I fly far out
0: at times and I don't
1: think I'd come
0: anywhere close do you think do you think think it would
1: distract you at all Uh, no maybe Maybe. at first yeah right for the first couple flights I could see that
3: I feel like if you hit that you almost deserve it
1: it's that (laughs) far out Well, I would definitely hit it, so I probably. Would.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and and also what it's it's funny, Dan. You know, you, you mentioned we're next to the pavilion. If you look under the pavilion, it's just filled with crash parts, yes, right? Yeah. With damaged uh, canopies, broken blades that they've shoved up underneath the roof of the pavilion. And if you look over there where that OHB T-shirt is hanging, yeah. Uh, do you see that about three foot long? Looks like a big aluminum tube. Uh huh. That's the power cable. Oh. The thing that's about as big around as your arm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so, You're not going to win that So you battle. get a bit of perspective. The heli is not going to win.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not going to win. Uh, I know that firsthand because I've had one hit a wire that big. I wasn't flying it, but uh, broken two. So don't be hitting those wires. It's a good thing you didn't bring a helicopter, Justin. Yeah. Because you'd probably hit them.
0: I, I, yeah, I think I would have to.
1: So what else do you guys uh, – any other impressions or thoughts you want to leave our listeners with before we head out for this uh, particular short episode? This is beautiful. Beautiful weather. Yeah, it's going to be a nice day. That's the
3: hard to put into – I know it's hard to, to picture that, but, I mean, just the the sunshine and the, the blue skies and, and the
0: warm and the people. And palm trees in the distance. Th- I, I'm feeling good, Dan. I got, feeling a, good, uh, yeah. I
1: got an email from uh, – Jack Brushbill up in Calispell. Yep. Our uh, text last night sends me a picture of a frozen ass truck, <laughs> and he goes, "I hope you're be- I hope you enjoy being a warm weather dick for a few days." And, oh, uh, thoroughly. Thor- he said he said I don't I don't really envy because I know you have to come back to this shit, <laughs> which is absolutely the truth. Maybe, maybe we'll see. All guys, we're going to leave you with this one. Uh, expect a few more of these today. We, we're going to try to be a little more ambitious. Uh, we got a lot of our technical issues worked out that we were dealing with yesterday. We're hoping uh, to get a few more of these shorts in today. And, of course, at uh, 3 o'clock today, we're going to be recording our big show. Obviously, that won't go out uh, until I get a chance to get home with it. But uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank Torches and Bert and Carrie and everybody for uh, inviting us down. And uh, everybody's so incredibly nice down here, and the support we get from the East Coast guys—it's fantastic. Looking forward to meeting more of them. And uh, you know, if you guys have any questions, or you know, if there's something you want us to look into or talk about, post it up on Facebook, and uh, we'll we'll do our best to look into it. there's a particular heli you maybe want to get a picture of, stuff like that, send us an email. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe a pilot you want to hear from? Uh, we'll try to get them behind the mic. Alrighty, guys. Well, I guess uh, that about wraps it up for this short. Stay tuned; we'll have one out uh, probably in a few hours. See you in a while. later, guys. Talk to you then. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by the Orlando Heli Blowout (OHB) and the Orlando Radio Control Helicopter Society. Torches. Torches.